0: We've lots to get to today, including that. I do want to talk about surrogacy and the legislation around surrogacy a bit later on. But it is believed that three primary schools in the country have decided not to use a new relationships and sexual education syllabus devised by the Irish Bishops' Conference. Now, we talked about this particular bill a while ago. It's called Flourish. And Lacken National School in County Wicklow found the Flourish programme to be discriminatory to LGBT families and not in accordance with the Constitution which supports same-sex marriage. And I want to know today... I mean, a lot of people, there is another bill, as you well know, by the way, the Provision of Objective Sex Education Bill, which is at its third stage, by the way, in the Oireachtas at this stage. And that bill has been at that third stage since the 17th of September 2020. And it may, the pandemic has obviously put hold on it. That's Paul Murphy's bill which is kind of the opposite to this bill. Uh, But the reason that they have an objection to this bill, obviously, is the Catholic school. uh, The Catholic school has a Catholic ethos, and the Catholic ethos, as you know, thinks one way when it comes to LGBT and those kind of relationships. Although believed to be non-judgmental, they do think one way. And these schools have an objection to it. And I suppose the main objection, then, is that religion has to be taken out of the school and the, the religious ethos must be taken out of Catholic schools for this to progress or for this Checkmate to end Um, So if you want to give us a call I would like to hear from you The number is 087-188-0008 That's 087-188-0008 And the question I'm really asking is Would you be happy or are you happy with, you know, I suppose the Catholic view of sex education being taught to your children in national school or primary school? Would you be happy with that? Or do you believe it doesn't go far enough in a modern world? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. And on the line is David Graham, who's the Communications Officer with the Education Equality. Good afternoon to you, David. Good afternoon, Niall. Um, Look, it's a complicated situation because we now have two bills, so to speak. Well, when I say two bills, two suggested education programmes, the Flourish programme, and also the Provision of Objective Sex Education Bill, which is still not quite over the line yet. And in a Catholic ethos school, I suppose people are going to say the sign over the door says Catholic and you kind of have to go by the rules. Is that not what people are saying?
2: Uh, No, I think people, by and large, are are saying the exact opposite, Niall. I mean, we, we do have to get real here um, our local schools, whatever the patronage system uh, you know, is in place and whoever the patron is, they're publicly funded schools and education is a public service. Uh, schools should be serving the local community and they really should be serving the local community regardless of religion. And indeed, following the Education Admission to Schools Act 2018, Catholic Ethos schools are obliged by law to accept all children irrespective of religious status. Uh, so, so that's the or sexual position.
0: orientation for that matter.
2: Or yes. sexual orientation, and indeed, it should be remembered that you know many of the children. When you think about the kind of ethos that that is pervading this program, many of the children within the classroom who are going to be on the receiving end of this instruction will come from. You know, families who where, where their parents have separated and divorced. In many cases, they never married in the first place. They might be from, uh, you know, their, their parents might be a same-sex couple. Uh, mm-hmm. And this isn't, this isn't abstract. Like I've met two same-sex couples in the context of my work for education quality, and they're deeply concerned by the role of the church in the provision of education. And what I would ask is, you know, for your listeners, just have a think about what irrespective, put your own personal religious or non-religious beliefs to one side for a moment and just imagine you have a child in primary school and the child is being taught for example the church's teaching in relation to marriage between a man and a woman cannot be admitted it cannot be admitted so marriage is between a man and a woman that's what your child is going to hear in the classroom your child is going to hear puberty is a gift from god they're going to hear we are perfectly designed by god to procreate with them. If you have a young child of, uh, of six years of age, so a senior infant's child who's in senior infant's class, and if the child feels that they have, they're in a situation where they're at risk, where they're unsafe, um, something has happened to them that they, they feel uncomfortable, what should they do? Well, according to this program, they should say the angel of God's prayer. And I think if you were to ask most parents whether or not they're comfortable with this, whether they think it is appropriate, they would say no. Okay, can I I ask you
0: to just interject? I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God, right? But there are many people, and I respect people, who do believe in God because that's their faith and very sacred to them. And everything that you've outlined there is the belief of the Catholic Church and the belief of those who practice Catholicism or indeed whatever religion they happen to practice, because we are talking about equality and there's many other religions as well. And most religions, mm. by the way, when it comes to sexuality, most religions seemingly are more or less the same. They they obviously agree mm. that it's a man and a woman and they agree with puberty being a gift from God, et etc. Et but their argument is, oh, hold on. I've, you know, David, I've sent my child to a Catholic school. Now, I would agree with you that 85% of the the schools in this country shouldn't be under Catholic patronage. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not, because we as taxpayers are funding these schools. That was all well and good if you go back 40, 50 years ago, but not now. So what you're essentially saying is that we need to remove the patronage from at least 50% of the schools to give people choice. Is that, is that what we're saying now, really?
2: Well, there's two, there's two things there, perhaps. Perhaps, first of all, I'll just pick up on the inference you drew by saying that if, if somebody practices Catholicism, that they necessarily believe in Catholic Church teaching in relation to sex and sexuality in relationships, I think you're making a pretty huge leap there uh, that isn't borne out by, by the statistics. So it's true that in the last census, for example, 78% of of census respondents in the cases that they Well no, I agree with you Davis, Davis. I, I, I agree there was no, a bigger, no, let, bigger let piece let of
0: research you. that only said only 48% of people were actually practising their religion
2: but, but if I can yeah. just finish the, the point Niall the fact is that like if there was the same connection between stated religious belief and beliefs in relation to sexuality that you're suggesting mm-hmm. we wouldn't we wouldn't have had 62% of, of the population voting to support same-sex marriage we wouldn't have had 66.4% voting to support same-sex marriage that uh, that simply isn't borne out by the by the figures. On your second point, we're not actually campaigning directly in relation to patronage, but what are the, the group I represent is, which is called Education Equality. What yep. we are saying, very simply, is that the religious ethos of the school should be provided on an optional basis outside core school hours at the end of the school day. Mm-hmm. So that instead of it becoming something which is the case at the moment, where a growing number of parents are, are opting their child out, and you have kids more or less twiddling their tongues sitting at in the back, back of the
0: class, yeah, absolutely.
2: Instead of instead. instead Instead of that happening, it becomes a positive affirmation of one's belief. You were asked, parents would be asked, and essentially it's a a box ticking exercise. Do you want your child to receive religious instruction after school hours? And you would simply tick the box, that said, yes. OK, But well, David, I see.
0: I essentially agree. And I believe we live in a very progressive world where the world has changed. We are a lot more accepting of all different denominations, a lot more accepting of different sexual orientations. And we need to obviously make sure that going forward in time that we never have a situation where people with different sexual educations are judged in any shape or form. And I, and I agree with that. And I think most people do but what do you do to to have some sort of equilibrium here where there are people in this country who have, hold their religion very dear to them and those values that you've outlined which you don't agree with because you believe they don't uh, include they're not inclusive so what do we do to satisfy those people and also satisfy everybody else as well because if we are talking about equality we we need to, in, under the Equality Act, by the way, religion is also protected and people's yep. beliefs in religion and along with those beliefs become these these views, these different moral views. For example, that if they're a practising Catholic person, that they don't agree with same-sex marriage, right? And and that's just the way it is. There are people who don't agree with it and that's mm-hmm. that's their view and that's, they're entitled to that. And they're entitled to bring up their children in the way they feel is right. So how do we balance that?
2: It's a difficult circle to square. You're absolutely right. And I'm not seeking to trample upon the rights and expectations of those who do hold the faith. I mean, I think most of us, if we're honest, we have friends and neighbours and even close family members who practice practice religion and and hold their beliefs very dear. And I fully appreciate that and respect it. In relation specifically, though, to the point around same-sex marriage, I mean, the fact is that there is a constitutional position absolutely you know at some point you have to realize like in a publicly funded school where the teachers are being paid out of taxpayers money should the instruction in the school should it not reflect the stated democratic democratic will of the people and should it not reflect the constitution currently now with the introduction of this program and this is why in a sense the introduction of this program is, is, is welcome in a sense in that it shines a very kind of harsh spotlight on this kind of murky uh, sort of blurred line between church and state in the delivery of education. What we have now, Niall, with effect from September, is publicly funded teachers in publicly funded schools being instructed by religious-based patrons, bishops, to impart an understanding of marriage that directly conflicts with the Constitution. Now, at some point, at some point in this debate, the state has to intervene and, and make a statement on this and, and take a decision. What we're proposing is that religious instruction would be provided on an optional basis outside core school hours. And this this strikes the most reasonable, practical balance that we can think of. If somebody else has a better idea, please, you know, say what that is well I mean if we go back in time
0: I know the education minister at the time Rory Quinn suggested this many many years ago that we should separate church and state and I think that's always been the suggestion when it came to education hence we ended up then with a situation where we have educate together schools not enough of them mind you uh, but we have the educate together schools and I think the more of those should be funded around the country but the problem is you know, although the population has grown somewhat, we have 3,200, I think, national schools in this country. I think it's, that figure is yeah, around. That's that. right, yeah, that's right, yeah. And in saying that, you know, if we're saying that 85% of those, I believe, is under Catholic patronage, it would be a suggestion maybe to take the majority out of Catholic patrons, but leave some there. So, you know, in every area, there would be primarily a Catholic school, um, where parents who are primarily Catholic and practice their religion can send their children and equally get that education for their children as, as, and to uphold that part of the constitution, because that's part of our constitution as well, that their religion is protected.
2: Well, First of all, I, I fully agree as a matter of principle that if our education system were, to, were structured in a way that, say, similar to the United Kingdom, where, you know, 65%, 70% of schools were, were state schools, they were secular, and only, say, 30% of schools were, were run according to a religious ethos, there'd per- perhaps still be a debate around the role of religion within the education system, but it certainly wouldn't be anywhere near as problematic as it is at the moment. Mm-hmm. But the, the fact is, Niall, that what you're proposing there it's simply not going to happen like we've we've come through 10 years the forum on patronage and pluralism which began with rory quinn in, in 2011 that's 10 years old and basically nothing has happened effectively so this is quite an abstract discussion, you know. Yes, if half of schools were secular and whatever, yes, it might things might be different and so on. Look, the fact is that that's mm. not happening, and it's not going to happen. And, so, and, and, and,
0: and, and by the way, and, and I we need to speed up the process, and, and, and you are one hundred percent right, David. And we need we need to come to some arrangement, and we need to stop educating children to be bigots, because there is no doubt in my mind can, that that's that's some of the teaching uh, certainly is bigoted.
2: You, can I give you one, one statistic? And I don't want to bore your listeners with, with, figures, but I'll just give you one figure because the, the proposal that the state has, the official line is that 400 schools will be multi-denominational by 2030. That's the kind of stated policy. Now that, that equates to about 12% of schools enough. in 10, no. in 10 years time. One statistic for you, right? Last year, 2020, 50%, five zero, 50%, half of all marriages were secular. Half and only 34% were Catholic. By 2030, that, that will have changed further. It's entirely possible that the, the proportion of Catholic marriages by 2030 could actually be in single digits or in the teens. If you extrapolate the current trend, essentially yes. there'll be fewer than 20%. So the point I'm making is that Irish society is changing, and it's changing at breakneck speed, Nile. It's changing very, of course very
0: rapidly. We, we've we've and, gone from being one of the most conservative countries in the world to probably being one of the most progressive countries in the world.
2: Absolutely. So the question for the state and for the government is, and for the Department of Education, how do you restructure the education system in such a way that it can best accommodate an increasingly pluralistic and diverse society? And what we're saying very simply is that during the school day, schools should be neutral on the question of religion. Religious ethos should be removed from the core school day. It should be offered on an optional basis after core school hours for parents who wish their children to receive that instruction. If they want to receive that instruction, there's no issue. It's provi- provided after course. Uh, and uh, and, uh,
0: I think nearly the majority of people would agree that we, apart from having theology classes, uh, you know, that certainly we should take the in- religious instruction out of schools. Just in relation, just finally, before you go, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the provision of Objective Sex, ed- sex Education Bill 2018, which hasn't come yeah. through yet. So it's at its final stage. I mean, there are a lot of people who agree with you but also think that maybe that bill goes too far when it comes to primary school, Um, that there's a lot of stuff included in that bill that they think children might be a little bit too young for, uh, even if it is thought age-appropriate. Have you seen that bill, and and are you happy enough with that bill?
2: So, I'm not 100% familiar with it. I'm basically familiar with the outline of it, and and I would would support it, and I'd be in agreement with it. I'm not coming on your programme to to kind of... um, pretends that I am an expert in, in the area of relationships and sexuality education. Um, but by the same token, I don't think that the Catholic bishops can necessarily make the same claim either. So I'm not an expert in this area. What I would say is that we should follow international best practice in this area. And that means that all instruction delivered should be objective. It should be um, fact-based and it should be scientific and there there are perhaps elements within that bill that that some people might find problematic or inappropriate i think one of the recurring themes in in the international best practice in relation to relationships and sexuality education is that is this term age appropriate that children shouldn't be introduced to ideas and concepts before they're ready for them and i'd fully mm. fully appreciate that but like there's there's a there's a big difference between perhaps picking out one or two Subjects that might not be deemed appropriate for very young children on the one hand and saying, well, the alternative to to the, you know, this uh, equal provision of sex education bill, the alternative to that is the complete opposite that puberty is a gift from God. Like, you know, okay, or or
0: to tell to tell children that two men getting married is wrong and that only a man and a woman should get married. I, I think that just creates a problem for the future.
2: Yes, exactly. So just listen to the experts, look at the international best practice, listen to what the NCCA, the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment have to say, and, and find an appropriate balance. But as a matter of principle, relationships and sexuality education in particular, but really all education during the school day should be free from a religious bias. One,
0: one final question before you go, David, because I'm running out of time. Uh, Lacken National School in County Wicklow, of course, um, found the Flourish programme to be discriminatory, as as the two other schools as well. What is the legal Uh, what's the legal perspective on this in other words if they refuse to implement this bill even though they are catholic ethos schools where do they stand
2: they are fully 100% within their rights section 90 of the education act states that a recognised school shall and I'll quote from it promote the the moral spiritual social and personal development of students and provide health education for them in consultation with their parents so what I would say to parents listening is make your voices heard parent power works be respectful in your dealings with, with your school. Be constructive, um, but write to your school. Get as many signatures as possible. And if the if the preponderance of feeling within the parent body is that they do not support the introduction of this program, the school's board of management is fully within their rights to simply reject it and, and Minister for Education Norma Foley has also stressed this, this important role of parental consultation. Okay. In reality, it's a bit of a myth it's not happening. Parents need to stand up, make their voices heard, make a stand and what we've seen in Wicklow is that it does actually make a difference.
0: All right, listen, thank you very much indeed, David Graham, who's a Communications Officer of the Education Equality. Now, th- what I want to do, David, of course, has made a point that This whole argument happens because, of course, that many of the schools, 85% of the schools in this country, by the way, well, I think 90-something percent of schools in this country are religious, but 85% are Catholic. Um, And so nearly almost all of the schools are religious of some sort. Very few of the schools in this country are non-denominational. So the point is, it comes back to that argument that Rory Quinn made many, many, many years ago. We mentioned it there a few minutes ago. And it has been mentioned over the last two or three years, but nothing ever happens. No matter how many times we've said it, nothing ever happens. Is it time to separate church and state when it comes to education? And not just education, many other aspects, but we're focusing on education today. Because, as you can clearly see when it comes to sex education, and we are talking about relationship education more so than sex education, because realistically, in primary school, there isn't much sex education. It's mainly relationship education. And he outlined the, the, the parts of it there in relation to, say, talking about you know marriage between a man and a woman. No matter what your views in life are, under the Constitution of Ireland, because it was voted for three years ago, Men can marry men. Women can marry women. And whether you like that or not, that is a a case in point. It's a fact. It's a constitutional fact. So to teach children otherwise goes against, I suppose, the goodwill of the Constitution. And also it causes problems in the future because then people start judging each other. So the question really is, do we need to remove religion from schools to get this right? You would suggest that that would have to be done. But do you agree with that? I mean, maybe you're very religious. I'd like to hear from you as well. Do you believe that religion should be removed completely from schools? The ethos of religion. Of course, you can teach history about different religions, theology classes, and talk about, um, you know, Islam and Catholicism and Protestants and the difference and all that Judaism and everything else. Of course, you can talk about that. And that would be a class in itself. But to have one particular ethos, that all schools should be secular. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you believe religion should be taken out of schools completely? The ethos of religion. And everything would be based on science. Everything would be based on statistical fact. And everything would be based on law. Not on what God believes. And I say that respectfully to those who believe in God. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should religion be removed from schools? Forthwith. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 uh, We heard from Graeme there before the break and uh, he's talking about really t- the answer, or should I say David, uh, the answer to this question uh, is to remove religion from the schools. Now, by the way, he's not the first person in the world to say that, by the way. Uh, it's been said on numerous occasions over the last probably 20 years that it was time that we removed religion from schools because, of course, re- religion has a certain moral teaching um, and that moral teaching seemingly doesn't fit into the world out where. Uh, we're in at the moment of course we, it's a changing world and you know we've had changing legislation we've had a changing constitution over the last uh, four or five years certainly and they believe that doesn't fit in anymore now this new of course sex education bill by the, the Irish Bishops Conference is called Flourish but I did mention there's another pro, uh, provision for objective sex education bill by Paul Murphy and his team and uh, that bill is going through the third phase of the oroctus uh, since 2020 obviously all put on hold because of Covid I'm wondering, is there a balance that could be struck somewhere to respect people who have religious views and to respect those who don't? I want to go to Lisa. Lisa here on Ireland's Classic kids. How are you doing, Lisa?
1: Hey, Niall. How are you?
0: Good. Lisa, I mean, I'm wondering, is there some sort of balance here? Because you have religious views. You're a practising Catholic. And I don't, yep. I don't want to disrespect your views, right? I, but I think we all agree that we don't want to judge people either. Um, there's certain things, I'm sure, in this modern world that you don't agree with because you're a Catholic. And mm-hmm. And do you have children?
1: I do. I have a daughter and I have a son. Okay. Um, yeah. And I tell you, it, it's, it's, it's like with everything, uh, Niall. If anybody knows the history when it comes to education in Ireland, it was the Catholic Church who actually built most of the schools back in the day. It wasn't the government. Yeah. Um, If you look at the last census, up to 80% of people in Ireland uh, came to be Catholic, mostly probably not practising.
0: Yeah, was well, moment. I was going to say that. I mean, that, that's a bit of a, it's a... I mean, that particular figure of 80%, I mean, when you look at, say, for example, at the point that David made earlier on was that, you know, less than uh, 50% of people actually get married in churches now. And also we've seen a huge reduction in the amount of children being baptised. We're seeing huge reductions in all of those things. So yeah. what, what we're seeing is a world or a country that's changing. Now, and by the yeah. way, that doesn't mean that I, I, I'm disrespecting people who have belief. Uh, but we are seeing a world that is changing. So we have to build that world to be appropriate and, and to supply education yeah, for yeah. everybody.
1: Yeah. But my my point about it is, Niall, is that, you know, if you look for any parent who sends their child to a Catholic school, including myself, and even I have friends who are not practicing Catholics that go to my daughter's school, they send them there for the curriculum, for the respect that they're taught. I'm not saying that different schools don't do that, for the morals that are taught. And look, again, it always comes back to, again, an attack on the Catholic Church. You know, I have... Utmost respect for anybody who's not Catholic. We all have our own beliefs, but stop attacking uh, Catholic schools, Catholic churches. If you want to have a school where there's no uh, religion being taught, get on to the government and get them to build more schools and stop attacking the schools that are there already. Yeah, but here's
0: the thing, Lisa. Right, as I mentioned earlier, I think there's 3,200 national schools in this country. Right. Yeah. And um, we've a population of five million people. We could do with a few extra schools. There's no doubt about that. Right. To, yeah. to reduce class sizes. Anyway. But why should but, we but change? Saying, why should the that, have
1: to change for a small minority of people. I'm not saying. Well, it's, it's not. A, it's not a, a minority.
0: Lisa with the greatest respect
1: Well if you're 80% Ticking a box To say that they're Catholic The minority will be 20% have well, already, not.
0: I think we've both Already agreed That 80% are not Practising Catholics
1: Okay so I mean I'm, a Catholic Lisa Catholic
0: I'm, a, yeah. I'm a Catholic
1: You have an option To pick a non-denominational Religion But people are Ticking a Catholic box and For whatever that, re- reason
0: That box that you talk about Only came in in the last census Uh right. the, the one that said You know That you don't, you don't Practice your religion We didn't have an option Before that So maybe It'll take a little bit Of time for people To get used to that option I I mean, in a a survey done, it was a world survey as far as I know, only 48% of people in Ireland claimed to be religious. So, in other words, they may be born Catholic like me. I'm born Catholic, but I'm not religious. Um, right. I, d- I don't believe that. And that's in your Catholic.
1: choice. Yeah, And absolutely. that's fine by you. And look, at that's fine. But I send my daughter to a Catholic school because I believe in what their ethos is. I like the fact that they uh, say their prayers in the morning. I like the fact that she does Holy Communion, has confirmation. Mm-hmm. And I send her to a Catholic school because it's a Catholic school. And I don't see why that school should be stripped of all its religion to suit people who don't believe in that. Go and build another school. If you don't like the fact... and sorry, now, going back to what I said, these schools were built and paid for by the religious orders of this country. And now because it doesn't suit a certain majority... Well, they're not of being paid are, for
0: now. At the right, time, okay. yes, at the time. But yes, they are being right. paid for this by the state. I mean, all education is paid for by the state now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and paid for by contributions by the parents and everything else. Yes. Why should the school that I send my daughter to have to change to suit other people. Why should they? Go and build another school. But, but
0: is, is, that your... not, is that what, not what being part of a society is about? That we, we do change? I mean, Look, it, 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 well, let, let me focus on the real, the key issues here, okay? So the key issue is your child will go to a school where there'll be, a, a, say, an education or relationship education programme uh, whereby they will be taught that the only marriage that's normal, inverted commas, is a man and a woman. We but know. He... We know, Lisa... Whether You're you... But, that but we know that's not the, the case. Don't
1: talk to their children. I speak to my daughter. My daughter, like, you know, she's 11 years of age. She watched Modern Family. You know, there's two gay guys married. I have no problem. A lot of my friends are homosexual. I have no issue with anything like that whatsoever. But I do have a problem with now being told that if my daughter wants to go and say her prayers, she now has to stay behind school to do it. No. Why should she? Why should the schools that have been running for the last... 40, 50, 60 years have to change. There has never been a time in Ireland where we have been so anti-religion, anti-marriage, anti-Irish, anti-everything. The fundamental. Well, we're not. We're not of,
0: anti-marriage. We're just anti-marriage but, but, of one particular sexual orientation.
1: Yeah, but you're but you're assuming that the parents of these children don't speak to their kids at home and explain to them exactly. You know. Yeah, but is to that stop. not a bit
0: is that not a bit contradictory that I mean and with respect to you, Lisa, I know you would tell your you would be very fair to your children and you would yeah. tell your children not to judge people who may have a different sexual orientation or whatever it happens to be, right? But yeah. is is that not a bit contradictory that you would tell your children that in the privacy of their own home and you would tell them to be non judgmental, you would tell yeah. them to be not to be a bigot and to be fair to everybody and treat everybody yeah. as equal, and yet they'll go into a school with an ethos that tells them differently. So it, it, is, that, is that a not a, a bit hypocritical? An, hang
1: on, hang on, Nile, it's not a school with an ethos. That's what Catholic religion is. That's what the Catholic religion is. You either accept it or you don't. You don't. That's fine. That's your decision. But don't expect everybody else or a school to change to suit your your agenda. It's not the school pushing this on. That's what the Catholic religion is. Now, I mightn't agree with certain points of it. A lot of it has to be modernised. But that's what the Catholic religion is. And okay, well, okay. So they,
0: now, now you just so you believe a lot of it has to be modernised. But how can you modernise a 2,000-year-old book with the greatest respect? It's the, it's the Bible. It's the list of instructions yeah. for Catholics. So, so you, you can't, can't modernise.
3: No, you no, 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 no. And I'm not, no and
0: what I'm saying is, of course, we should teach theology. We should teach children all about all the different religions, by the way, be it Hinduism, I mean, Islam, everything else. Yeah. And, and maybe you could still dedicate a percentage of schools for Catholic ethos so you'd have at least one or two in every single area, but not 85% of them.
1: By the Catholic Church but, yeah, but They were built
0: then Lisa This is now Now right. we're, we're, I mean If you go back 60, 70 years ago When all these schools Were built And most of them Are 60 or 70 years old If you go back then The majority of the population Of this country Went to mass on a Sunday yeah. And they were Catholics And they were practicing Catholics But that's not the case now
1: Right So send your child To a different school But,
0: but I'm why asking you, you to be, I'm asking you For a compromise here What I'm saying is Why not say We have 3,200 National schools In the country Let's take 40% of them at least 40%, and take the Catholic ethos out and make them non-denominational. The rest of them, and we leave one or two in each particular parish in each particular area, can still be Catholic for, Catholic, for would people. This still be, Why not? Would
1: this, would this be a question, Nile? if we had enough of the Educate Together schools around the country where people who wouldn't be practising in that kind of religion can send their children to, would that be a problem now? I don't think so. Yeah, but you can't, you won't,
0: well, we don't have but the time th- and the money to be building more Educate Together right. schools around so the country.
1: So let's strip the schools of... I'm of, of nobody saying... But you're, you're making it
0: sound like a really bad thing. There are a lot It of, is a bad thing. But in your eyes, it is, Lisa. Yeah. But, there are, but there are a lot of parents out there listening today that... And they're not judging you, by, by the way. school <laughs> then. But, but they don't have a different school to send them to. So
1: get on to the government and ask them why they're not building schools. Why should, again, it's an attack on the Catholic Church. Like, it is with everything. Let's make the Catholic Church out to be the worst thing in the whole world. Let's strip it out of everything else. Oh, well, 60, 70 years ago, this is the way Ireland was. Let's modernise it. Let's trip all religion out. Let's get rid we of our morals. But, we, let's get rid of but when you
0: say let's modernise it, by your, own, by your own admittance, there's things that need to change.
1: Oh, absolutely. But you don't strip out religion completely out of any school. If I where my daughter goes to school, there is so many different cultures. There, it's fantastic to see all these all the children mingling. There's no racism. There's no nothing. They just see each other as one on one. And that's that and that's
0: the way it should be, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But the
1: children in that class. That yeah, but but according
0: accord. Yeah, but you're saying there's no racism, no discrimination, and that's yeah. wonderful, and it's great to see children like that. And let's let's hope that's the way the future is in this world, right? Yeah. But in saying that, when religion and the Flourish program is teaching children that marriage is between a man and a woman, that doesn't do good for equality, does it? doesn't well, bode it doesn't,
1: well. But that's, but that's what the Catholic Church is.
0: But, but you're telling me that you want your child to be in a school where everybody is treated equally. Absolutely. So what I mean, happens to little Johnny who's there and who has two daddies lives in, and he's in the class or he has two mammies and the teacher's saying oh. well marriage is between a man and a woman and he's going well it might no, be. No you see
1: it's not the teacher that's saying this Niall it's what Catholicism is. So you choose to say to your child well I don't want you sitting in that religious class and the child goes to a different classroom while that religious class is on. Is that fair? Well it, so, what do you well, do I do? Mean, So, who so is a fair to you? So, you don't let your child practice religion in school because it's not fair to another child, but yet it's not fair to my child.
0: Okay, so- but, but, but hang on, stay there for a second, because James, as well. James, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, James?
3: Good afternoon again
0: to you, uh, Good afternoon, James. Well, look, I, I mean, I gave David Graham, you know, a fair hearing there for a half an hour of the show there today. And, and he's against the idea, obviously, of religion in schools because he believes that because of the religion in school, this Flourish programme or the, the programme by the Irish Bishops' Conference, um, you know, is there. And some schools are already objecting to it based on the fact we live in a changing world, James.
3: Well, see, as you can imagine now, Niall, the schools have changed dramatically since even your time and my time. Oh, of course. Now now in in the schools, there are no more Christian brothers. There's no Christian brothers teaching in the schools now, Niall.
0: No, they're all gone. There
3: are no nuns teaching. So all of the schools have lay teachers. Now, as far as I know, and I I could be open to correction, your good friend Graham, Niall, the teacher...
0: Oh, Graham, yes, yes. uh, And that has been done on numerous occasions, yes. He's
3: a non-believer...
0: He, well, he is, yes. I I,
3: and, and he works for a school that has a Catholic ethos now.
0: Well, I don't know about that. Yes,
3: he told you that before. Walking, my maybe, it may, well, maybe, he, maybe he
0: did, now. yes. He was on before talking to yes.
3: us So, uh, see, the thing is today now, the teachers today, quite a number of them in the schools with the Catholics are non-believers now. So when they're talking to the pupils, you can imagine Graham. Is Graham going to be a person who's going to say, oh, well, no, man and woman, it's the only marriage if your father and you have two well fathers. he's
0: probably no he's probably not going to say I don't, I don't know what he'd say and I think it's unfair to ask because he's not actually on the air you know to defend himself in, in relation uh, he's to he's
3: going to explain ok well,
0: you- what yeah. you're saying is that there's a lot of lay teachers out there who don't have religious belief and most likely they're not going to try to indoctrinate children into that belief anyway so the point you're making is it's a bit of a moot argument
3: Change now, it's change. I mean I'd still rather I mean I, I agree with that lady, I laugh what that lady said to me before. But the teachers today now are not going to go down that road of hammering but also you must remember now, we, we we use this word integration. We want to every child to integrate. Muslim children will be far more rigid than a Catholic child if they're practising Muslim now because they're they practice their religion 24-7. They don't leave it outside the school now. They have their feast, oh, which they don't eat during the day, like Ramadan and the f- festival of Eid. So all the children in a proper democratic education system should know what every other child... And and
0: that, but isn't that what it's about? And this is what David Graham is saying. It's about trying to accommodate. Now, I know uh, David would like to see religion removed completely from the schools, but I did say there maybe could be a balance whereby a large percentage of the schools could be, um, you know... Uh, uh, secular or non-denominational at the moment we don't have that so that choice is not there James
3: well, uh, I, I'm not going to complain about, obviously, about that, now. The longer it stays the way... Oh, I know, you, I know house, you're not going to complain about it. I'm also a realist, now. I know that we now have different... Uh, it's a diverse culture we have now. But also, as I said, there should be no problem in two children sitting next to each other. One is a practising Catholic and the other is non-practising. And each one should be able to understand... And th- 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 how-
0: there, is, there is no problem. And we should have no problem. I would hate to think that sectarianism would ever exist in schools when it comes to religion.
3: Teachers will but, do but, yeah, but, no, ha- but, hang, but
0: hang on. The point he's making like is, is... Well, hang on. If you've got a relationship programme in a school where there might be a child or children who will have two mammies or two daddies or whatever it happens to be, and all of a sudden, you know, you've got a programme... This is a particular program called the Flourish Program that discriminates against LGBT families. I mean, like I said, that's Niall, the you point. I mean,
3: any modern young female teacher, male teacher now is going to go down that road. They're not nuns and priests. So well, no. they are mostly all liberal now. The teachers now, yeah. so they're not going to single that child out now. They, they do it the complete opposite. In fact, even in a Catholic school. So we have to be realistic about that. The days of the old laying down the law of.
0: So so what you're saying to me is it's a moot argument. It's a pointless argument is what you're saying to me. You believe it's unnecessary to take any steps to change things.
3: The teachers will teach their own way. They might be to get guidelines, but they'll teach in their own way. Nobody will tell Graham how to teach now. You know him. Yeah, but I know, but they they still, I mean,
0: maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, but does the local... parish priest still not visit the school on a regular basis if it's a Catholic ethos school to make sure that everything is being taught within the guidelines?
3: Again, uh, all the parish priests are so old now. They're they're barely able to do the jobs they're supposed to do like the marriage and funerals. So we don't have them now. We don't have priests to do that now. Mm. So there's a big change now. I mean, I'm like that lady there. I I like the old ways but I'm realistic to know that As you know, 85% of the teachers in primary school are all women now, and most of them would be of the liberal, uh, you know, uh, persuasion now.
0: Yeah, mindset. Yes, and they're
3: not going to – they'll never isolate a child like that if they have two fathers or two mothers. OK, well, do me a favour both of you. Stay there for a
0: second. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. have to go to a break. The number's 087-188-0008. Uh, Niall, I'm listening to your two Catholics on the air there pontificating that they're, my, they're, that my children should be taught the way they think. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, the national schools and all public national schools should have no religion like the United States. If they want their kids to go to religious school, let them pay for it themselves. Well, there you go. Stay there, James, for a second if you can. Let me just go to Patrick as well. Patrick, you're in Ireland's Classic kids. How are you, Patrick?
4: Hello, Niall. How are you doing? Good. Now, you've listened to James.
0: Obviously, he's a Christian, he's a practising Catholic, and he agrees with religion schools, but although he believes it doesn't need to be a change because it's going to change anyway, but the suggestion is that we should remove all religion from schools and have no ethos.
4: Well, I suppose that's a very kind of uh, wide-ranging question, to be honest with you, because you, I, I believe we'll always have schools with a Catholic e- ethos here, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, I respect all religions. Now. I've been searching all my life, trying different religions and beliefs. And I when still you say you've been followed. searching
0: all your life, have you tried a few of them, have you?
4: Oh, I've got to have, yes. Um, I really, have, which, which ones have, been, have you tried? Well, I was out in the Middle East. I tried uh, Islam.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Um, I have tried Christianity. I've tried Catholicism. I've tried Church of Ireland. Uh-huh. Ang- Anglican.
0: Um, and what what made you kind of move from one to the other? What made what like what were you not happy about with the different religions that made you move from one to the other?
4: What made me? There was one thread going through them that every one of those religions was saying, "This is the real religion. This is the way you must act. This is what you must follow. This is what you was, must." But that's what they all say. In.
0: There's hundreds of religions in the world, and that's what they all say, isn't it, really?
4: I know, Niall, but what I'm saying is. I believe in schools, if you want to send your child to a religious school, fine, go ahead and do it. But I believe either teach and cover all religions or most of the world's religions in school, mm-hmm. so children build up a respect and understanding, even if it's only a little bit. Of so theology, theology religion. is what you're talking about. Well yeah, yes whatever now I I I'm That's not, a, not
0: an indoctrination or an ethos that's a theology class you're talking about so you're talking yeah. about the history of religions and and what yeah, the, and absolutely. their values
4: Yeah Absolutely so that all religions and you know, should be valued.
0: Well, I don't. I don't think any would object to that, and that's the way it's done, by the way, in the United States in public schools. They don't have a religious ethos, but they do teach a religious class where they teach about all religions, and they yes. teach the ethos, or not the ethos, but the values of all religions.
4: Absolutely, and that's what I would be in favour of. And actually, my uh, daughter went to an educate together, together school, yep. and they teach that now. Of, of course, teach they do. Yeah, all religions. And on the feast days of all those religions, the children of that particular religion put up posters, pictures, stories, and it's brilliant. I mean, James, that would be a
0: compromise, wouldn't it? I mean, I mean, in a changing world, James, that where 85% of the schools are Catholic, let's take at least half of them, at least if not all of them, as, as David mentioned earlier on. And just, and have a religion class where you teach about the values of all religion, James.
3: Well, that's right, So that to all. Is that okay? In, uh, would that, would that fit well with you? I, 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 can't have, or any, we'll say, conservative Catholics can't have it the way we had it at one time now. No. The way we had the Christian brothers teaching. Have you, have you toned in the towel, James? Teaching, <laughs> with the nuns teaching, it's all gone now. All so are you
0: telling me, James, you've toned in the towel? Sorry? Are you telling me you've no, thrown in not the
3: towel? I'm realistic. I'm also know that children now get all their information from uh, the computer now and things like that. So all those things weren't there in my day. So me hoping that it will remain as was fifty years ago, much and all as I liked it to happen, it's not going. It's it's got, it's changed now. Mm-hmm. And we have, but also we must remember that uh, we also have a lot of Filipinos and Polish people in this country now. They're all devout Christians and Catholics. So. Uh, as I said uh, earlier on, the teachers now are a different type of teacher, they're all much younger, they all have a different way of teaching than the, te- the people who taught you now or taught me. Yeah, Copper oh, punishment absolutely. is gone. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I I I I still hope that uh, people will uh, will you know. Well,
0: well, Richie b- believes we're replacing one religion with another, which is a secular religion.
3: Yes, well, that is true. <coughs> right.
0: well, I, 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 I wouldn't cl- call being atheist or secular a religion. I, it's just a belief in nothing, really, isn't it? Well, I I know he is talking about LGBT in particular. Um, television. I don't like the
3: the ethos there now. It's a bit loose and all over the place, and like teachers being called by their
0: first name by Oh I know, I know, I know I don't I know. agree with that now I don't I, Well see I'm like you James I'm old fashioned I didn't see anything wrong with the Miss and the Sir yes, I, I mean I thought it was respectful I mean to call a teacher by their first name was something that I would have never dreamt of I know they do it the teacher's a, in a some different schools ball game now. Now. He's a person who,
3: who's a person in authority So they going to call him Bob or James I, I, I don't go along with
0: that now No, no I, I, I think I prefer to stick to the Sir Miss or moon tour. Yes, because to see we're,
3: we're, we're getting kids you now going out and especially the ones who are you know misbehaving and they, they're getting that idea I can do whatever I like I don't have to have respect for the guards I don't have to respect for the teachers so
0: well, maybe maybe that is part for James maybe it is Isn't Patrick it was nice talking to you Patrick and James thank you very much indeed and Lisa and everybody got involved and that is all
2: Real People
0: Real Opinions Real Talk Radio The Multi Award Winning Niall
4: Boylan Show
1: Classic Hits